Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Our morning mystery movie clip coming up at 9.20, which will include a great prize today. $50 gift card. We've gone from the Metro Diner to Wendy's to Burger King. $50 gift card to Burger King. If you can identify our movie clip in just about 17 minutes, Harry Mays at 9.30, and we will get into a slew of things with Harry. Eagles-Cowboys from last night. Also, Charles Barkley going on the offensive, crushing Trump and Biden, even though nobody watches that show with Gail King. And uh, ESPN is set to do a hero documentary on Brittany Griner. You remember Brittany Griner? She came back to America and we gave him a Russian arms dealer. That was one of the greatest trades of all time for the Russians. We'll talk about that with Harry. And also, finally, Deadspin did cave to that kid, the Chiefs fan, who they tried to smear and label as wearing blackface. Friday news dump that came in uh, just after we got off the air around 1030. And apparently also, uh, if you've been wondering what Nick Foles is up to, he's apparently a pickleball legend. (laughs) You are? No, 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 no. Nick Foles. Oh, Nick, Nick Foles. Nick, no, no, the no. other Nick. The other Another Nick who Nick. actually won a Super Bowl in the city. Nice. I just win ratings. That's all. <laughs> um, yeah, but apparently uh, pickleball, as this has become a very popular sport, it hasn't caught on in the state of Pennsylvania. But I'm not sure if Nick Foles is a Pennsylvania resident uh, or where he resides these days when he's not playing football because he's out of football. But apparently he's a legend in pickleball. So we'll get to uh, And if you're watching on YouTube... Great job out of Phil. Just threw up a couple of pictures uh, of Foles playing pickleball. Nice. And tell you what, Foles looks like he's in pretty damn good shape right there. Looks like he can still play some ball. Might have to put him in if uh, Jalen Hurts can't move this offense down the field. <laughs> I can't wait for that again. Bring back Nick Foles for the 14th time. All right, 855-839-1210. This segment brought to you by Best Work Industries for the Blind. Their e-commerce store is helping businesses succeed in all work environments. BestWorkSupplyCenter.com offers traditional office products, cleaning supplies, furniture technology, and more with free shipping and next-day delivery. Shop now and save at BestWorkSupplyCenter.com. So I want to get into two things with Trump and Tucker Carlson here for the next 10 minutes or so. So Trump, uh, this is a pretty interesting breakdown from Axios where they're talking about Trump's cabinet and how loyalty first might be the uh, the key to entry if you want to be on Trump's team in 2024 into 2025 and beyond if he is able to win re-election. Now, the most interesting part of all of this is what Melania wants. And apparently, Melania believes that Donald Trump should bring Tucker Carlson on board as his vice president saying, I like Tucker a lot. He's got great common sense. I believe Tucker Carlson is on record, uh, again, saying that he has really no interest in doing so, which I think makes a ton of sense for both sides. And let me explain. Because Tucker Carlson can make a ton, I mean a ton of money, doing things outside of being the vice president of the United States. Off the top of my head, I can't even recall what the vice president makes. I know the president makes $400,000 a year. Trump has obviously uh, not taken that salary in his first uh, term in office. But I also think if Trump goes down the road of bringing on loyal people like maybe a Steve Bannon, 
maybe a person like Tucker Carlson. I think that's a recipe for disaster. I think, sadly, what will make Trump perhaps, and I, I, I kind of feel like we already know what we, we know about Trump, right? People either love Trump, they hate Trump. There, there's nobody, I, we talk about battleground states and these six or seven states and how these swing states are going to determine things. I mean, we, we've pretty much collectively arrived at the conclusion that your, your mind is already made up on Trump. But if there is somebody out there willing to entertain, and we've seen, look, 8% to 22%, the black vote has increased substantially for Donald Trump. If you believe in the polls, it's a 14 point swing. It's very impressive. Um, we've seen certain people in the Latino community that are voting Republican more than ever. Uh, But if there are people out there on the fence or people out there that have voted Trump one time, voted Biden a second time, and are open to Trump a third time, maybe going down the road of the Tim Scotts, the Nikki Haley's, sadly, maybe Trump going the optics route is actually a better path for him to win election. And then I want to get to this story. And I, I look, I understand he's got a following. I like him sometimes. Other times I don't like his opinions. Sometimes I agree with him. Sometimes I don't. Tucker Carlson is launching a new subscription website for fans. And I'm curious because I know he's got a massive following. And he's got unbelievable reach. He posts these Tucker on Twitter episodes. And I know the... Metrics are a little skewed because if you just kind of scroll by, it counts as a view. But you can't deny the fact that he is a magnet for eyeballs and eardrums. But we're seeing right now the subscription-based model start to plummet, right? We're looking at all of these streaming services, all of these bundled on-demand sites, Hulu, Netflix. I know Netflix was up for a while, but a lot of them are struggling. Is is there a demand? Is there so much of a demand for Tucker Carlson that people are willing to pay a subscription to get his opinions and content? I don't know. People paid George Santos, right? Well, that no, but I like look at podcasts. I mean, people paid for for uh, Joe Rogan, right? So yeah, if they think it's entertaining enough content, I can see. Now, do I think this was the right? Well, yeah, he has to cash in somewhere, right? Because, like, where is he making his money from? So, right. um, I'm sure he's getting something from Twitter, but he has to make he has to make his money somewhere. Well, so, he, he apparently has investors with 1789 yeah. Capital, and he's raised 15 million dollars to jumpstart his new media company. I don't know if he's using any of his massive paycheck from Fox that he is still apparently getting up until what 2025. I believe he was technically still under contract uh, for with Fox, but I don't know if he's used any money out of pocket. But here's my thing. I, I can separate entertainment and different subscription services from opinions. I'm sorry. I am never paying anybody for their opinion. Like, it's one thing to pay for comedy. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to pay for certain shows mm-hmm. or to pay for a sports bundle package with certain games that are not on in your market, like the NFL Red Zone channel. But I'm just blown away that people would actually pay their money to hear some other person's opinion. 
I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm in the opinion business that I can't justify shelling. Like, if we were charging you right now mm. to listen to Kale and Company on 1210 or on the Odyssey app or on YouTube, and it was four ninety nine a month, I would not be insulted if somebody said, like the show, but sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm not paying you $5 a month moving forward to hear it. Yeah. I might be shooting ourselves in the foot here as a company. That maybe if that ever becomes a thing. But, like, I, I could totally understand why people don't want to sign up for subscription-based services for content and opinions. But I think that it is – I mean, we're in a we're in a subscription-based society now. Like, like, think of all the streaming services we subscribe to. Yeah, and that, that bubble's about to burst, it feels like. It's, yeah. It, it's much like, you know – I would say about 11 or 12 years ago, when I was doing sports, all these other national sports networks decided to, to pop up to challenge ESPN and ESPN Radio. And now, 8 or 9, 10, 12 years later, a lot of them have gone by the wayside and disappeared. And it's the same thing with, okay, we're getting away from cable, we're getting away from satellite, and we're doing the, the streaming services to cut the cord. But you just talked about it last week. How many different streaming services do you have at X amount of dollars per month that add up to you know roughly somewhere maybe in the ballpark of what you were paying before, and how much of it are you really consuming? Yes, I I said this all the time. I'm paying way more than I I was when I was just on cable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I subscribe to everything because I'm nuts, yeah. and I don't really watch. 90% of what I subscribe to. I mean, something, but I just want the option. Like, I want to know mm-hmm. that if something comes out and it's like, well, you don't have, I don't, I never want to hear, well, we don't have that channel. I want to always have that channel of whatever I want to see. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense, but I, and I'm just looking at it from, here's where I am. I, I probably watch, and look, I have like one of the higher end, um, I guess you could call cable packages, so to speak, on the satellite provider that I use. And I know I only watch like seven or eight channels. So I'm probably wasting a boatload of money on something that I don't get to use to justify the cost that it, it, it runs me each month. I mean, if I'm not watching Fox News or live sports play-by-play, I'm probably watching one of three channels that have a sitcom rerun, like TBS or I can't even, to be honest, I can't even think about it. Right now, I watch three channels. I watch ESPN for sports. I watch Fox News for news, and I watch Big Bang Theory reruns on, on TBS. And, and I'm paying like $68 a month for what? Wasting my money. Well, it, we're going to find out with Tucker. I mean, it starts today. He's launching this. So, he that, says, so that starts today? Supposedly, it's starting Tucker Carlson Network. Okay. So he's going to charge $9 a month, or oh you can God. get a deal, $72 a year. Okay. Oh, wow. And so he, buy eight months, get the last uh, four free. <laughs> But he promises, so he promises uh, that you can get interview, great interviews, mm-hmm. documentaries, access to Tucker's personal inbox, so you can ask him anything you want yeah, that's right. on your mind. Yeah, I, I think wow. if you do that, you need help. But would you, <laughs> Seriously. So go outside. For people who want that personal yeah. VIP experience. It makes me wonder if he wasn't able to monetize his Twitter shows that he does once or twice a week where he has you know different guests on and different people and newsmakers he's had vivek Ramos, and he's had a lot of really interesting stuff he's done a lot of deep dives on russia ukraine if you're into that type of content uh he's had politicians on he's um who else he's had elon musk he's had i mean he's it's 
I would not say t- Tucker on Twitter has been a failure by any stretch. Eleven million followers. But I would I would wonder how he w- if he was able to make any money off of it, especially in a day and age where advertisers are bailing and revolting from from Twitter with Elon Musk. But think about it: if he has eleven million followers and he's still going to post some videos for free on X. Mm-hmm. But if he has 11 million followers, he only needs a fraction of them to subscribe. No, that's true. And he's making some yeah. really sweet coin. Yeah. And, and the capitalist in me congratulates him. By all means, dude, go go get your money. And if people are willing to pay for it, go right ahead. I just, I will never subscribe to anybody. I mean, there was times when, when I was in sports where the athletic, they, they hired all these really quality journalists away from major city public publications like the Philadelphia Inquirer and Daily News the New York Times, uh, the Chicago Tribune, and then they tried to put everything behind a paywall, and I was like, I'm not paying for it. I mean, there, there, are, there are times where when Greg sends out some, some show emails each night, something is behind a paywall, the Wall Street Journal or the Washington Post. It's just like, you know, I, I'm all for paying for stuff like, you know, quote, back in the day when I would buy a newspaper or have a, a, you know, a newspaper subscription. But it's like you get nickeled and dimed with all of these subscription-based models. Yep. And I feel like a lot of them, eventually the bubble bursts and they realize that they don't generate any revenue. Now, I actually think, I, I do think Tucker will succeed here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he only needs half a million out of his 11 million people who follow him on Twitter. He needs half a million. And if they do the yearly subscription, he yep. makes $36 million a year. <laughs> And that's, that's 11, that, sweet. and that's $11 million more than he was making at Fox. Right? So, yeah. Pretty nice. Pretty nice life if you can get it. God bless and him. And he's his own boss. Well, and that's, what, that's probably what he loves more than ever after dealing with uh, the suits at Fox. 855-839-1210 is the phone number. Morning mystery movie clip coming up in five minutes. We doing a, are we doing another big three? I should have asked you about... Uh, sure. Well... <laughs> Do we well, have? that was a lukewarm. We have one. Well, why don't sure? Why don't we do? Why don't we do it at about nine twenty-five, right before Harry Mays? All right, a quickie. Yeah, <laughs> a quickie. All right, then. Without further ado, we get to our morning mystery movie clip. It's nine sixteen. Oh, not bad. Sorry about that. I'm all thrown off here by the clock this morning. Um, all right, let me get to one other thing. Then I was going to get to this with Harry Mays, but I think we could get to this because. He's a former resident of this city. He played in this city, and I find him to be a fascinating individual. Again, I wouldn't pay for his opinion, and I wouldn't pay for his content. But that being said, Charles Barkley has always been a guy that if he's got a microphone or a camera or a platform, I'm intrigued by his opinion, even if I disagree with it. And I'm going to get Harry's thoughts on this because he's a big Barkley guy. But as we know... Uh, last week, the Charles Barkley Gale King show, which I believe is for some reason they do it at like ten o'clock on a Wednesday night. They they preempt Abby Philip Philip with just uh, the P on the end, no S. And he went in on both, and I think this is becoming a common theme by those who portray not to be on the left, like Chris Cuomo with News Nation is trying to position himself as the face of the network as a centrist. So he's going to be critical of Trump. He's going to be critical of Biden. And Donald Trump is obviously a magnet, and so is Biden. And Charles Barkley has decided to come out and insult both of those individuals. And I just want to give you a couple of the quotes here. And I look, 
Full disclosure, I know Charles Barkley does not give a rip about what people think about his opinion, but this is what he said. This is on foxnews.com. NBC Hall of Famer Charles Barkley bashed supporters of former President Donald Trump on CNN this past Wednesday, calling them, quote, a group of nutty people. The Hall of Famer uh, Barkley went on to say that it's a small little group of nutty people and argued that President Biden was, quote, too old to be running for re-election. So, of course, uh, if you're trying to weigh the two out, saying Biden, which is factually correct, too old to be running, uh, is not really a major swipe when I think almost everybody believes that. But here's, here's my beef with Barkley, with going after the Trump base. It's a pretty big base. Like, y- you can't really call them a small little group of nutty people. He goes on to say, quote, I'm not a big Trump fan. I'm just not. Because like I say, it's the president of the United States. It ain't for no small little group of nutty people. And this is where I think Barkley is probably going to lose some basketball fans. Because this is the very thing about doing sports and politics. And I think now more than ever, they kind of blend together. You've seen a lot of sports people leave sports media for news and talk. You see people that are still in the sports stratosphere that are dabbling in politics. Like Stephen A. Smith obviously is interested in politics. He's big friends with Sean Hannity, but he's a Democrat, and he can't really say too much politically on ESPN. So Odyssey hired him to do a podcast in which he is permitted to discuss politics. But see, here's the danger that I think even some of the biggest brands run. And again, I know they don't care. They got more money than they know what to do with, to do with, and they will tell people to go pound sand. If you had somebody that was watching Charles Barkley on TNT, that was a basketball fan, that is a Trump supporter, you just lost that guy. For what? For for the sake of a reaction? Yep. For a talk show? You're 100 percent right. So you're you're immediately mm-hmm. hurting your bottom line in the other arena that you do most of your business in, so to speak, and you're sitting there, and first of all, you're factually incorrect. I would not say 81 million people is a uh, small little group. And then when you think about everything that has played out over the last three years, the things that Trump has said was going on that actually have gone on, I would argue they're not really that nutty after all. So uh, if Charles Barkley doing a one-hour show with... Gail King oh that God. nobody watches. Um, again, Barkley's probably making $25 million a year from Turner Sports. And uh, he's, i got to guess, Barkley's got to be close to 60 by now. Probably doesn't care about losing some of uh, his viewers. Because he doesn't, believe it or not, that, that show on TNT is very, very highly rated. Uh, but when you come out and make comments like that, yeah, okay, you're pandering to your CNN base, and that's great. Um but I would say not the smartest business decision moving forward. That show has been an, an abject disaster yeah. ever since it started, and it only started last week. Yeah. Like, because it's honestly, forced. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's forced. forced. It's not... It, it, hey, let's put the provocateur with the respected journalist. Hmm. Uh, John writes on the YouTube chat, Nick, Charles Barkley can beat you in golf. <laughs> There's no way. I've seen Barkley play. I will destroy Barkley. Oh, really? oh, oh wow. Charles Barkley doesn't even break 100. Yeah, he's oh, terrible. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, and you do? Oh, yeah. I'm shooting the 80s. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Barkley, no. Barkley can't golf. It's bad. For, that is bad for your mental health, watching that guy swing a golf club. Let me tell you. Well, just because he has an ugly swing, he might get her done. No, he can't. Trust no? me. 
Pull, pull, pull them up on YouTube. You'll is, see. Is golfing therapeutic for you? No. It's not. No, it's not. No. Now, do you have... Bill down the hall was telling me your secrets. You have a virtual golf thing that you do? I have a, I have a simulator in my a apartment simulator. complex. Yeah. Not in my apartment room, oh. but like downstairs. Yeah, by the gym. Cool. Yeah. A simulator. Nice. Yeah. By the way, Bill was out playing golf on Friday when it was like, you know, 50 degrees in December. Nice. Bill's a good golfer. Bill's a very good golfer. All right. He's not, very complimentary of you. Well, most people are. Do you, uh, <laughs> so you, okay, you use one of the simulators, huh? For golf. Yeah. No, I'm just, yeah, hit balls into yeah. the net yeah. when it's cold out. And there's nothing to do in this godforsaken <laughs> state for three months. It's too early to drink. Do you, do you use it, <laughs> do you use it as a workout? No, no, I just go in there to fine-tune my game. Yeah. yeah. But it's not therapeutic. Like, you don't, like, no. clear your head that no. way or anything. No, because I get phone calls from the wife, or I get tweets, or I've got uh, people, you know, just... Well, that's your own fault. People you... that are backlogging the course because they take 12 shots to finish a hole. Yeah, golfing golfing was therapeutic pre-pandemic. And then every Tom, Dick, and Harry decided to golf, after because you had to get outside, and it was one of the safe things you could do in 2020, and now they've made golf miserable. There... You know what? There are all these sites, Nick, that uh, he fixed his swing. Oh, yeah? Charles. All right. Well, if you want to book him, we'll we'll get him on the show. That would be uh, awesome. uh, We'll have a little golf match. We'll do do it for charity. For charity. I was just going to say that. Yeah, why not? I'll work on that. All right. 923. I was four minutes early. Now I'm three minutes late. See, I got on the tangent. All right. Let's get to the morning mystery movie clip. And now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Even if I wanted to go, my schedule wouldn't allow it. <laughs> Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. Five thirty, jazzercise. Six thirty, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Seven o'clock, wrestle with myself. Loathing. I'm booked. Of course, if I want the loathing to nine, I could still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. But what would I wear? Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. Oh, and today's great prize, a $50 Burger King gift card, Burger King breakfast, and simply orange juice is better together. Start your day with a croissant witch meal and a Simply Orange Juice and get your vitamin C one delicious sip at a time at participating Burger King restaurants. $50 gift card to Burger King. By the way, Simply Orange Juice, it's the best orange juice. Agreed. Better than Tropicana. Agreed, 100%. A little expensive, but very good. When I drink orange juice, I drink Simply Orange Juice. There you go. 855-839-1210. Caller 12. If you can identify that clip, $50 gift card to BK. Harry Mays at the bottom of the hour on the Eagles and Cowboys debacle, and all sorts of other things, including Deadspin and ESPN's documentary on Brittany Griner being a hero. As we continue, Kale and Company, Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, and on the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company, Monday morning, as we roll on, Nick Don and Greg here on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. We'll get to Harry Mays coming up here in a couple of minutes. Dawn Stenzelin's big three on the way in just about two minutes. But right now, let's get to our morning mystery movie clip winner. We have Sarah in Westchester who is with us. Sarah, good morning. What movie clip did we just play about five minutes ago for you? Good morning. 
morning. It was The Grinch. That is correct. Nice work out of you. I believe that was 2002 with uh, Jim Carrey. So nice job, Sarah. You got the $50 gift card to Burger King. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas. Oh, same to you, Sarah. Thank you very much, and we appreciate you listening and playing. All right, 929, let's get to a Don Stensland Big 3 at 9. It's the Big 3 and 9 on Kale and Company. And Big 3 at 9, sponsored today by Joseph Anthony Retreat, Spa, and Salon. So in the news today, uh, we do have many saying that until... Pen until you pen until the re- resignation of Liz McGill and they get the confirmation that in fact um, they clean house at Penn. There are many many senators in Pennsylvania who are not going to approve certain funding for you pen until the house is cleaned. So we've been talking all morning about the weekend resignation of the president Liz McGill and others, but many saying that's not quite enough. Yep. Hit him where it hurts. Yep. Hit him in the wallet, Dawn. That's how you get change. That's what they're trying to do, apparently. Number two, and like I say, we're sponsored by Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. So guess what? This morning, guess what's out? The Golden Globes nominations 2024. I know you've been waiting for this with bated <laughs> breath. <laughs> this is Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Killers of the Flower Moon dominating dominating the headlines this morning so these are they're they're writing that these are the most hotly anticipated movies of the year have you guys seen killers of the flower moon yet yes no. it's amazing is I it good s- yeah. i saw oppenheimer over. this summer i thought that was good and oppenheimer great it was too, oppenheimer was too long though both of them are too long three and a half hours yeah. is that killers movie yeah. yeah i'm gonna watch it over christmas break oh it's gonna take you all of christmas break yeah, to finish it it, it will <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw it in the theater. Unfortunately, I did. Yes, wow. Larry like got the taste. So I was like, "Oh!" Did yeah. they give you like an intermission? No. Yeah. No, it was. It's ridiculously long. But yeah. at home, I'm just saying you could do other stuff. Sure. So there's that. But uh, they are. They re- received multiple nominations: Ryan Gosling, Margot Robbie, Barbie, Best Female Actor, and uh, Oppenheimer. In the Golden Globes, which, by the way, will take place in Hollywood January 7th. So um, we have, um, who else is there? Robert Downey Jr. and Emily Blunt. Safe to say Barbie will win. I would presume if I had to handicap this thing, that'll be the favorite. Um, Would be my guess. I think that would be wonderful, but I will bet not. I will bet it it will be um, Leo DiCaprio. Flowers of the Killer Moon. Agreed. Okay. That's Agreed. what I think. The critics love movies like that. Yeah. Yes. I will say I loved it. It's amazing. It was just too long. Okay. Yeah. The others are Gary Oldman of Slow Horses. If you've never watched it, amazing. And Pedro Pascal, Last of Us, amazing. Mm-hmm. So all of, And Dominic West of The Crown, all good. Amazing as well. Highly recommend. Right. Yes. Gary Oldman, Slow Horses, if you haven't watched it, mm-hmm. incredible. Gary Oldman, uh, he was uh, Commissioner Gordon in The Dark Knight. Yes, oh, true. This is true. Uh, where do I go for number three? The number three, I will say that many are saying, hey, get out of the, escape the blue states. This is California. There's some new data showing that many, I mean, by the thousands, are leaving are leaving um, and going to neighboring Idaho. So the headline is thousands of conservative-leaning Washington residents 
are fleeing the deep blue state for neighboring Idaho. And these are some uh, new stats coming out. So Idaho gaining nearly 119,000 residents who moved away from the blue state Dem stuff. Yeah, you know your state's going to hell when Idaho's the more appealing option, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I, I like being out in the country. I lived in Tennessee for a while, and I was not in the city of Nashville. I was on the outskirts. But Idaho, there's not much to do in Idaho. You know, you know you're struggling. Now, I mean, if you leave San Francisco, I get it. If you leave Los Angeles, I get it. Philadelphia, Chicago, New York, but... I don't know. My choice for relocation is Florida. I don't know about Idaho. Yeah, and triple that amount of going to Florida, to your yeah. point. But Idaho, remember, a lot of movie stars went there because you have this its amazing mm-hmm. landscape. Yeah. And it's beautiful and private. And what what's the reg- the Republican registration? Something like, yeah, 62%. Yeah. So like-minded. Yeah, if you want red policies, Idaho's the way to go. <laughs> I just would be a little bored out there, that's all. <laughs> Well, we are sponsored by Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. The secret to finishing your holiday shopping, three locations, Glen Mills, Springfield, and Center City at the Lowe's Hotel. Visit in person or online, josephanthony.com, where gift cards are always available. Thank you. Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon at josephanthony.com, sponsoring our big three. All right, Harry Mays is with us now as we talk some Eagles-Cowboys as well as some other issues in the world of sports and politics and social issues. And this segment with Harry brought to you by ECI Comfort. Is the cold weather getting you down? Stay warm with ECI Comfort, your go-to HVAC experts. Upgrade to the reliability of the train heating system. Check them out online, ecicomfort.com. Harry Mays, a man who uh, has been known to play a little golf or two. Harry, have you ever gone to golf out in Idaho? Uh, I've been to Idaho, but I have not played golf in Idaho. Idaho's beautiful. It's beautiful. Like, uh, okay. Port d'Alene is a is a real beautiful like resort area in Idaho, and that's probably near the area that all these people are moving to because they they all the actors and and celebrities all moved up to Montana years ago ah. when, when they were first when the first exodus of California happened, <laughs> and I guess they bought up all the land up there and now so now they got to go to Idaho. Yeah. Can I ask? But, a, yeah. Can I tell Harry what you, the absurd claim that you said? Yeah. Earlier, Nick Hale. Sure. Harry, uh, Nick said earlier that he thinks he could beat Charles Barkley in golf. I heard that, yeah. and I I, I want to tell you, uh, Stocker, I got money on Barkley. <laughs> now, that is, this you, are, you are embellishing for radio. There. You and I are smoking cigars, <laughs> that's, drinking that's vodka, a bunch of crap. and I'm putting up money on Charles. But you have not seen him. He improved his game significantly over the last two years. Well, you've seen well, my Dawn, game. Dawn is correct. Woo. Phil, uh, Phil Umquist, uh Producing extraordinaire has a uh, has a video of Charles's swing. If we could put that up there, uh, here we go, guys. If you're watching on YouTube, right? Ooh, that's oh, that's yeah, a brutal, that is a brutal swing, yeah, guys. Oh my god. Oh Wait, man, he's had an Wait, awful though. swing. But I'm telling you, he's improved. He went to I think it was Phil Cowan, I believe, yeah. is the instructor that mm-hmm. has fixed him. Okay. So I'm taking Charles. That was 2008, guys. Yeah. You can only yeah. you can only improve from there. You can't get any worse than that. Right. <laughs> Correct. But I digress. Right. Well, the Eagles could actually uh, find some room for improvement after yeah. last night. I, I mean, I don't know, Harry. If if you if you would have told me that that was the 49er tape on repeat, it felt like the same exact thing. Two straight weeks, two straight blowouts. Are yeah. you concerned, or is this just a team that's starting to show some fatigue from a killer schedule? 
Well, I mean, you'd have to be, you know, concerned to a certain degree. But, you know, and I, I got a lot of texts last night. Hey, you know, this gauntlet of the schedule, if they, if you were going to say at the beginning of the year that they were three and two heading to Seattle, you'd sign up for that. And, I, and yeah, you would. But it's it's the way it's happened. It's it's what we've watched the past two weeks that has to concern you. This defense stinks right mm -hmm. now. I mean, they and the offense isn't any better. I mean, you know, the last two weeks they have two offensive touchdowns mm -hmm. in eighteen possessions, and and they've had seventeen penalties in eighteen possessions. And last night they had three fumbles. I mean, you know, they give up a ten play drive to Dallas right out of the shoot, and they get the ball back. They start moving and they start moving the football, and then they have three penalties and then fumble the ball in the red zone um you know they settle for field goals like they did against san francisco last week you know early and dallas is clicking off touchdowns they gave up a touchdown just before the end of the half that was a killer um you know 24 to 6 at half and then you know they fumble in the next possession in the second half i mean they're they're a lousy football team right now uh from top to bottom but it's not it's not all that bad because if you look at the schedule they're all tied now mm -hmm. San Francisco Dallas and the Eagles at 10 and 3 uh Dallas or San Francisco has the tiebreaker because of the head to head for home field but San Francisco they have Arizona on the road I know Arizona is not good but that's a division game on the road Baltimore at home could be a tough one and they also have the Rams in in the finale, and the Rams are playing some pretty good football right now too. So it's it's not the easiest of schedule. The Eagles have an easy schedule after Seattle. They have the Giants twice, yep. and Arizona at home. Um, and Dallas is going to lose a couple here. They got Buffalo on the road, Miami on the road, Detroit at home, and then on the road again to Washington. And I know Washington's not good, uh, but it is a road game in the division. I think Dallas is going to lose one or two more. Uh, before it's all said, at least one. Yeah, yeah. So, Eagles fans, it's not have, all that bad. No, you're right. Eagles fans have got to root for the Ravens in that game against the Cowboys because that will obviously uh, be a big one. Or the Niners, or excuse me, the Forty Niners. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this: Are you concerned right now with Jalen Hurts? He's got what ten interceptions, five fumbles on the year, fifteen yeah. turnovers after what was an electrifying season last year, and he hasn't been terrible this year, but he has not protected the football like he has in the past. Is is that a big cause for concern for you? Yeah, the fumbling is a, a concern for me because, you know, you, typically you like to see him, you know, be able to create uh, opportunities with his legs, you know, get out of the pocket, you know, run every, you know, a couple of times. He's not running like he used to either. If you go back and look, he had like, I think, 760 yards rushing last year, and he didn't play in two of the games. So that was only in 15 games. Here we are through, what, 13 games, and I think he's like 300 and some yards off that pace mm -hmm. so he's not he's not doing the same things with his legs that he did last year he was banged up in that jets game and then re-aggravated it i think the week after in the miami game and i don't know that he's quite still right yet um but he's gonna have to get back to, to creating some some plays with his legs because that's what this team needs to do you know they don't really incorporate a whole lot on this offense no. you look at dallas dallas threw the ball to, i think nine different people last night yep. look at, i mean the eagles throw the ball to the same two guys yeah yeah it's, you're right it's really it's really kind of a a, a stalled offense i'm not seeing the creativity no. i'm not seeing i'm not seeing anything that really makes me feel all that good yeah. and now they got to go on the road to seattle and we got to wait until stinking monday night for this game this game. waiting around for this eagles game drives me bananas <laughs> we, we haven't played a 1 a 1 p.m game all year it feels like i, I think, know I think there's one one o'clock game i think it might have been the eagles commanders the first time around and Correct. every every other game is either 425 uh yeah. monday night sunday night or thursday night 
Yeah, and, and and keep in mind these last two losses too. Both of their opponents were coming off like ten days rest. Yep. So the schedule has been really you know sort of stacked against the Eagles here. Now they you know they'll get this extra rest, go to Seattle, and they'll they'll win that game. Uh, Seattle's lost four straight. They've lost uh, five of their last six, I believe. They got issues at quarterback. Um, they'll, they'll beat the Seattle Seahawks. It might not be pretty, but they'll get that win and they'll get back on track here. Yeah, you're right. The Eagles' offense very, very predictable. Also, from the Department of Predictability, is Charles Barkley on a show on CNN with Gail King that basically nobody watches on Wednesday nights <laughs> at ten o'clock? Decided he was going to try to call it down the middle and criticize Joe Biden and criticize Donald Trump. Yet he took the easy predictable route he says joe biden is too old and donald trump supporters are a small little group of nutty people i want to ask you this from the the context of the fact that he still has a sports platform that he's on with tnt i would imagine if trump supporters are out there that enjoy the nba still after hearing charles barkley say that about their guy, I mean, that's probably going to work against Charles Barkley. Probably not that he cares, but that's probably going to work against him in viewership, is it not? Yeah, it probably will. And, and you're right, though. He doesn't care. And I, I love Charles. That's part of what I love about him is he just doesn't care. He has zero Fs, if you know what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> yeah. He gives zero. So, right. um, I, I, you know, I do love him. I love listening to what he has to say pretty much on any topic, but I'm, I'm not tuning in at 10 o'clock at night on whatever network that is to watch him talk about politics with Gail King. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, most Americans are not joining you either. Harry. No. So no. you're right about that. Uh, flash lightning storm on the YouTube chat says Harry Mays and Bruno were the best. I love that show. Can yes. we, can we make, uh, Nick, can we make the announcement that Harry Mays and Tony Bruno will be together again on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT on December 27th, filling in for this show. No. No. Wow. Who said that? Is that that official? That is official. Well, it's coming from you. It must be official. That's why I didn't say anything. (laughs) So so Wednesday, December 27th, 6 to 10 a.m. Harry Mays and Tony Bruno will make their uh, return to the airwaves together from 6 to 10 a.m. Uh, on 1210 WPH. And they'll probably bash me for at least two and a half of those four hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you got to call in so we can bash you to your face. Yeah, I'll call yeah. in. It'll keep ringing and ringing and ringing. Nobody will pick up. Yeah, I can already see how that'll go. Right. Uh, and that's in studio, right? We're both in yes. studio for that. Yeah. Wow. So you have to dress up or not. Right. All right. Wear pants. Yeah. I I I think it's going to be on YouTube as well. We have to we're just cuz every a lot of people are off that week so we're just making sure that we, you know, get everybody yeah. staffed and yeah. everything like and that. And nobody's going to be peeing on a hot microphone during that uh <laughs> no. those oh, 4 vague. hours. Oh, yes. my god. Oh my god. Yeah, not a good look for Mr. Ramaswamy, huh? Oh my god, it was like it's like Leslie Nielsen in Naked Gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some were saying hot mic, others were saying wet mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harry, last he, one. Elon, Elon asked him, how you feel? You feel good? He's like, I feel great. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Harry, last one for you. Um, this is, speaking again of predictable, ESPN, they, it's going to fail, but they don't care. Disney keeps doing the same thing over and over, and they continue to fail time and time again. But ESPN has decided... Amongst a bunch of people sitting in a conference room, they probably gathered and they're like, hey, what about a documentary on Brittany Griner for being a true American hero for committing a crime in Russia 
to the levels of which Joe Biden has to give up a Russian arms dealer to get back a basketball player that identifies under the DEI mantra that this administration is all about. I'm thinking that this ESPN documentary, it might actually draw lower ratings than Charles Barkley and Gail King. Well, hopefully you have to go on the subscription thing to to watch it, like the ESPN Plus. Yeah. Are they going to actually put that on television? I, I don't know. I don't know which platform wow. it'll be on, but I always thought you had to have good ratings for, for you to launch like a, a Plus subscription service, which was, was always fascinating because CNN's tanking in the ratings, yet they decided to come up with CNN Plus. As yeah, if there was I a have demand the for that. ESPN Plus, by the way. I do subscribe to that because that's how I get the PGA Tour live. Okay. And that's how I can watch Temple basketball because they're no good anymore. So they're not on <laughs> regular television anymore. <laughs> so I had to buy that. I'm, I'm not cheap like you, Kale. You, yeah. I heard you, you don't subscribe to anything. You know no. why? Because you're cheap. No, it's, I'm already paying an arm and a leg for dish. <laughs> Dish. See, this is this is what you're going to get on the 27th when I'm not here. Exactly, it's going to be a to- total lambasting of kale. I'm going to come exactly. back to all sorts of tweets and messages. Uh, uh-huh. By the way, it'll be on ESPN Films, so I guess they're doing one of oh. those those documentary type settings. Oh wow! Well, yeah. that's all you have to do to be a hero now. Uh, yep. Bring drugs into a country and get locked up. That's correct. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Go to a penal colony, serve your time, and then yeah. Joe will bail you out. That's the way it works. Unbelievable. All right. Harry Mays, he'll be joining Tony Bruno Wednesday the 27th. So two weeks from this Wednesday for Kale and Company 6 to 10. Do Do you want me to tweet about it? And he'll don't tweet about anything. And he'll make uh, he'll make his usual weekly appearance next week, right after the Seahawks. Um, yes. Yeah. After the Tuesday, Tuesday. The Eagles game. Yeah. yeah it'll go. be Tuesday next week. Oh, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's Monday, it'll be Tuesday. Monday night. And that's a Christmas gift for the Delaware Valley if I ever saw one. <laughs> I you agree. Know? I you know what I'm saying? I hear you. Now, do we have to dress up like like Santa or anything? Ooh, that would be nice. That would be great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there he is, the great Harry Mays. He'll be with Bruno in two weeks. Thanks a lot, buddy. All right, we'll see you. Have a great week. Uh, There he is. Harry Mays joining us here on Kale & Company. Uh, We will get to some cut sheet stuff on the other side. But right now, let me tell you about my friends at Wawa, because they have two great ways to help you. This holiday season, we're just 14 days away from Christmas, and you got one of two options. You're trying to get a gift card, because a lot of people, you're like, I don't know what to get. Just get a gift card and do it at Wawa. First way to do it, wawa.com. Pick one of the festive card designs, enter your card amount, and write a message. You can choose to have your Wawa gift card show up in their inbox instantly, or you can go out and about if you like the hustle and bustle of life, if the weather's not too bad. Go to your local Wawa, stop by the front counter, grab a gift card for the Wawa fan in your life, and for the fans of other brands like Amazon or Roblox, grab one for your boss or your favorite aunt or uncle, and make anybody season bright in one Wawa run. Happy holidays from Wawa. See store for details. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Monday morning, good to have you in here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We'll find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show in just a minute or two as we get ready to put a bow on a Monday show. Better late than never. Let's get to a little audio for What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2. What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2 sponsored by Joseph Anthony Retreat Spawn Salon. Joseph Anthony Retreat Spawn Salon, the secret to finishing your holiday shopping with three locations, Glen Mills, Springfield, and Center City at the Lowe's Hotel. Visit in person or online at josephanthony.com where gift cards are available. That's josephanthony.com. By the way, Shafe on the YouTube chat says he goes to the one in Glen Mills all the time. So go there and get a gift card, maybe for your favorite talk show host or... 
whatever. Yeah. Um, since Harry Mays referenced this, I figured I had to play it. So last night, uh, Elon Musk hosted in in X Spaces with uh, Vivek Ramaswamy mm-hmm. and uh, and Alex Jones, and uh, Vivek forgot to turn off his uh, his microphone as he went into the bathroom, <laughs> and this is how that sounded uh, from last night. There are people that want a corporate world government whose aim is depopulation and not giving the general public access to technology by lying about resources and, 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 and literally saying carbon dioxide that plants breathe is evil and then telling us the world's going to end in 2030 and the ice caps are all going to melt and, and none of that's true. So our children basically give up on the future decide not to have children. That's all I'm saying. Elon Musk is voting an optimistic pro-human future the science and evidence shows is real and that we need. Gentlemen, I have to yeah, go. Yeah, I, I just, just want to be sort of, uh, yeah, exactly, I want to be clear about my position. I'm, I'm super pro-human, and I mean all humans, uh, you know, humans in America, humans in Somebody's Africa, got their thing Asia, open. and everywhere else. Their phone open in the bathroom. <laughs> hey, that's, uh, Vivek, Vivek, that's, that's your phone, Vivek. I'm not able to mute you. Vivek. Uh, go ahead, Elon. Um, Sorry about that. So, um, <laughs> well, I hope you feel better. I feel great. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Uh, oh, my God. I would actually argue that Vivek there uh, using the urinal is more uh, easy on the ears than Elon Musk or Alex Jones. <laughs> but that's just my personal opinion. Well, what what an... What an S show that was. Sorry. Talk about a live stream. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you gotta learn how to use your mute button. Oh, Some of God. these people with Zoom and stuff that don't know they're on camera or their mic is hot. Can we just end Twitter spaces? Like, nothing good comes from they it. They all Honestly, sound like garbage, they too. They do, and it's just the worst. I agree. It's so, it, it was a good concept, yeah. but it just hasn't. Well, worked. you know, you know who killed Twitter spaces? Who? Mustard. No, he did. The Sanctus. You're telling me that they don't have... Because in television, we used to do that all the time. Your audio person would just cut your mic. Mm-hmm. And you would thank them and buy them a nice Joseph Anthony Retreat Spawn Salon gift card. Mm-hmm. But, they, you know, Elon can't afford an audio guy with mm-hmm. a, you know, a board and just cut their mic. He's lost $22 billion, Don. <laughs> running out of cash. It dries up for everybody. Tough. The globalists are coming to kill... <laughs> and fake had to go. Mm-hmm. He did. A lot of Mountain, lot of mountain Dew. Man. All right, uh, let's find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show just six minutes out. Big show. There's so much happening here in Philadelphia, and we're the focus of national, international media with what's happening in UPenn and uh, the resignation of the UPenn president. So much swirling around that. And, and just these issues of anti-Semitism in America. What has gone wrong, and what can we do? So we're going to have Andrew Goretzky, who's the regional Philadelphia ADL director, joining us talking about this what jewish students are facing what all students are facing what are some of the answers and then as well moving forward to the ten thirty half hour meg brock bucks county we'll talk at the suburban school level what are parents doing but how this is the tip of the iceberg and the, these tentacles from upenn with these woke policies and how they're ruining not just the university and Ivy Leagues, but what they're doing at your local public school or even if your kid or grandkid is in private schools across Pennsylvania and New Jersey. We're going to fill you in on some things that you have not heard before. So much coming up today at 10 o'clock. All right. Stay tuned. The Dawn Show is up next. Have a great rest of your Monday. And Dawn Stensland will take us away with this message. Yeah, because 
You know, it's that time of year, time to scramble around, making sure that you have the right gift for everybody on your list. It is really a stressful time of year. Luckily, I found watercrock.com and had the idea of sending some of their meals to friends and family members. It's a great gift. And who could use, you know, some delicious dinners without any prep, mess, or stress? So far, this is a huge hit. If you have not heard me talk about whatacrock.com before, it works like this. You just put a meal in your slow cooker in the morning, go about your day as usual, and when you come home, dinner is simmering, smelling so good in the kitchen, it's just waiting for you. It's literally as simple as dropping that meal into your slow cooker and dinner is one and done. It's handled. Whatacrock.com has a huge menu of more than 50 meals so you can try and no subscription, no commitment is required to order. So they even have digital gift cards that are instantly delivered via email. If you need to get a great gift in a pinch, by the way, so make sure you use promo code WPHT at checkout. You get $10 off your order, whatacrock.com. So it's code WPHT, 10 bucks off, excluding the gift cards. Make sure you check them out whatacrock.com whatacrock.com do this you're going to love it forever you're going to thank me tell them Dolan sent you start your day with Kale and Company weekday morning 6 till 10 on talk radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app